The Moose Podcast. The Moose. We are back. We are back. It's Moose on Mondays. Moose on Mondays. How exciting. Uh, podcast number two. Number two. We're... We're on a roll. It's almost like, you know, that 100 days of happiness thing where yeah. you try and upload every day. Oh my gosh, and oh, I remember that. You'll get to like day 28 and you'll be like, oh, I haven't done the oh, podcast I haven't today. I have done it. And it's oh, like, sorry, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And then before you know it, it's like 2018 and, and like, you've only got two podcasts to show yeah. for it. We try and tend to record these on a Monday. We do. But it never normally sort of happens. Um, just a, a little weather update. It is snowing. It is snowing. We are in Guildford this week. We are in the Moodio in Guildford. <laughs> yeah. And it is and snowing. It's, snowing. Um, it's it's January, getting in near, nearer to mid-January, and it's yeah. snowing. Where was the snow at Christmas? Who knows? No one knows. But um, on to the topics at hand today. Yes. Um, and I think we can say to say that this week has yeah. been a very productive week I'm, for us. I'm in a very good mood. <laughs> You're in a good mood? I'm in a very, very why, good mood. Why are you in a good mood, Lewis? The Forgotten Moose Theatre Company yes. has had a very successful week. It's been a very good week, I, um, I will admit. Sh- shall we announce the good news? We've been saving it. Um, Is it we time? have been saving it just in case... You know, you know stuff fell through, um, but it's safe to say... So, it's probably best to sort of go from the beginning. So... Yeah. In April of last year, yes, after sort of spending an evening together watching wrestling, Lewis said to me, "There's just no work. I'm just, I'm just not finding anything at the moment. It's just a bit dry." And I said, "Well, we should make our own work." And he looked at me and he said, "Well, why don't we make our own theatre company?" We always spoke about it at college. We're <laughs> yeah. like, one day we're going to have our own theatre company, and we're going to put on shows. We're going to do this and that. So I just said. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's do it. And then the next day, I, I was looking for plays. And yeah, <laughs> and we um, so that all happened, and then we had great opportunity to perform at our old college. Uh, we put on the Dumb Waiter by Harold Pinter. Yeah. Um, we got our own props. We got our own set. We directed it ourselves. Yeah. Um, we did. We did everything. We literally <laughs> uh, rehearsed when we could, wherever. I, I was ringing Sam. I, I finished work about eleven. I'm home about midnight. Um, I was on the phone to Sam at one in the morning. We're doing line runs. Yeah. Um, I had Monday, Tuesdays off. I was coming to Guildford on a Monday and Tuesday. We were rehearsing in Sam's front room. Uh, we we just did it all we could. Yeah. Um, we we managed to do sort of two shows in Somerset. We did a workshop with the students. Yeah. Um, we were in the paper. We were. Um, we were. And all sorts. Like we all just did it ourselves. All, we didn't have a clue what we were doing. <laughs> Not a clue. Not it a was clue. Almost like. Searching around in the dark for the light switch. Yeah. You know, when you're, you you kind of know where things are. Yeah. But you're never ever going to put it. It was extremely successful. So we were very, um, we couldn't get the rights for the London area. Um, so uh, Sam works with, with the Guildford Fringe Company run by Nick. Nick Wishner. Nick Wishner. And they operate, I've seen a lot of their stuff, you know, they operate out of the, um, the back room at the Star Inn in Guildford. And the Guildford Fringe Theatre Company sort of, I like to help out with um, Performance Preparation Academy in Guildford, which is where I studied for yep. four years. And I've worked with them, you know, um, doing their promotional work and handing out leaflets and, and doing door drop-offs. Yep. I said, look, we, we are doing the Dumbwaiter. We've done Somerset. Um, and they they just finished their festival. Yeah, we kind of just missed yeah. thing. Well, you were obviously still training at this point. Yeah, I was. So, so we couldn't really put on the Dumbwaiter in June, July when we wanted to because you were still... Yeah, exactly. You were still at PPA. So, so we set kind of... End of September was the space and then... Um, Guildford Fringe, 
they offered us one night at the Guildford Fringe on yeah. Sunday, the 9th of October. Yes. And then uh, something amazing happened. Um, we, we sold it out. Before we'd even got on stage. Before we got on stage, we sold it out. They got to, you know, their max sort of capacity that yeah. they wanted to fill. And they said, look, how could you sell another night? And we said, well, let's just do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> and then we sold Monday as well. And, and, and it, it was, was a really good turnout. And it, it was, was a really a good, good reception. Turnout. And on on the topic of the Guildford Fringe, of any company starting out or any theatre company that hasn't yet worked with Nick Wishner at, at the Guildford Fringe, um, I recommend them completely. Do it. It's so refreshing to see someone with so much passion, so much drive. He was absolutely fantastic. And yeah, I, I now consider them both my, my, yeah, my good friends. Yeah, very, they're very helpful, very kind, very, you know, understanding. We, we work together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't recommend them enough. And Guildford is such a, a, a vibrant town yeah, anyway. it is. It is. Um, but why wouldn't you? You know, you've got the Brighton Fringe Festival. Yeah, you've obviously got Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes. Um, so, so that all happened. And we finished, and it was such a buzz. And yeah, we went back well, to our normal lives, and I said, "Look, we don't want to be hanging around for the rights anymore. Finding yeah. the rights is okay if you've got a play that you want to push forward for. Yeah, but if you just want to keep being creative and keep getting out there, I do suggest writing your own stuff." Which I said to Lewis, "I've been writing this play called The Play. The Play about two guys that have." entered a competition on the side of a cereal box <laughs> to pitch their idea to West End producers for a new play. Yeah. Um, there's some twists, there's some turns. I finally got that finished last year. Mm-hmm. We had the read-through, we had a couple of drafts done. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> we got things set and we wanted to, we knew we wanted to go big. Yeah. Go big or go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, that's what we do. We always, like, why not? Like, if you're going to dream big, just go big. Just do it. And if you fail, you fail. But at least, you know, at least you tried. At least yeah. you tried. So I said, let's do Edinburgh. I've always, Edinburgh for me has been a boy. Well, you were talking about it for a long time. You always said, <coughs> I wanted to company. go. I've had a few opportunities to go. Yeah. I haven't always um, taken those opportunities yeah. to go. So I've been really gutted. Yeah. I was lucky enough to go with Italia Conti. Um, mm. Italia Conti's second years, they fundraise throughout the whole second year. And then in August, before your third year, you perform, um, I think, a week slot at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and then you go into third year so I've been there before yeah but this is always like a massive thing for you for me well I've had a, I had the chance to go as a stand up comic you did and I didn't go I had the we chance we know why from last week if you haven't heard it then you can tune in and find out why not <laughs> well that was a different thing that's a whole different story oh so I drove two and a half hours to Teddington for this I remember this fine, one of my final ever gigs in London yeah you tell me about it was freezing it was so cold I got yeah. there I did five minutes I was so ill yeah I did five minutes got heckled um, <laughs> I came off I said I'll see you. I said to my, my the booking manager. I said, "I'll see you. I'll see you soon." They said, "Oh yeah, I'll be in touch. I'll email you about Edinburgh. We'll talk." Yeah, uh, and that was uh, well, seven years we, ago. I still haven't heard from him since. His watch stopped. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was yeah. a great guy. He um, it's tough. Yeah, trying to make a new. I mean, we're going off topic again. That's okay. Trying to make a new sure. stand up movement in the world of today, where if you're not on TV, yeah, and you're not got your name in big bold letters behind yeah, you yeah. no one knows who you are Who you are. I mean get out and see local comedians because mm. some of the guys that I met on the circuit Letters. have been doing it for 15 years yeah. and they're really good <laughs> but as the booking manager said to me he's like unfortunately no one's going to pay to see if they don't know who you are Yeah. so you've literally got to put the time in and whenever mm. a gig comes up you go you go yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit it's, it's almost like selling yourself it's almost like yeah, you know, door to door salesman. Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Well, One person's gonna buy it. It's like us with uh, the dumbwaiter. Yeah. Sam and I, we were in the streets of Guildford pretty much every week, 
you're handing out flyers. You know, we were doing everything we could. Um, all of our friends had their social media spammed, um, but but we we did it in yeah. the end. Um, so so yeah, I have I've had twi- two times to go. One as an actor, um, which I, I couldn't manage to go because I was still in training. And yeah, we matched up with the times. So it's always been a boyhood dream for yeah. me. So this I was. So I said, let's just do it. Let's do it. This let's year. go. And so the news is, we are we are going we are to going Edinburgh. Edinburgh. We are we've done it. We are we are booked in. We the space <coughs> the space on the mile. We yeah. Um, we've got the venue. Um, we've been emailing back and forth um, to get all the technical stuff out of the way. Yeah. It's all the backstage stuff that that goes through just to put a show on there. Um, you know, everything is set in stone. Yeah. We feel good about it. The script is done. There are a few more polishes to it. We yeah. want to do we'll a scratch night, do a scratch in, March, night in March. Just to see if, you know, the, the writing is worthy to be put on stage. Yeah. But And again, me and Lewis will go at it like we did before. We'll we'll, prop, we'll stage it, we'll prop it, we'll direct it. We'll do yeah, everything on our own. Um, um, I, don't, I don't think we feel like... We're very modest. I mean, a lot of actors are very modest. You know, we're very modest, but we you can't, have to be. I think you have to be, but we can't undermine our achievements because it is. We've done. It's great when you sit back yeah. and you think about it. How much have we done? And you look at what we've done on our own. And I know people say, "Oh, you directed it on your own. That's difficult because you don't get outside eyes." But yeah, I think you've got to trust yourself. If you yeah. if you don't trust yourself first and foremost, yeah. how are you ever going to be able to trust others? Yeah, and with yourself with others. So I think, and it's good because it's just me and you. Um, I trust you and you trust me and in time maybe we expand if it of goes course. further we go for it if this Edinburgh is our sort of benchmark if yeah. you can make it there you can make it anywhere well we'll have more information later on in the month um, which brings me to uh, Boogaloo Radio <laughs> um, our lovely friend Scarlett who we're doing a show with at the uh, yes. Bread and Roses at the moment um, we are talking about the Forgotten Moves Theatre and she went oh my friend uh, Daisy Bell has um, a, slot. a slot on Boogaloo Radio Saturdays from 3 to 5 so we got in contact with her earlier this week, and Saturday, 4th of February, the Forgotten Moose Theatre Company will be on with Daisy Bell on Boogaloo Radio. Just chirps uh, in. Just talking about, <laughs> we're about what we talk about. We're, we're going to be talking about some funny stories from the industry. Uh, Daisy and I will be talking about some embarrassing uh, Tinder dates, I imagine. That yep. kind of thing. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be shooting the breeze. Uh, it's going shooting the breeze. It's always um, good. The more you can just talk to people, yeah, like-minded people, it's, it's good, I think. Uh, but she, um, um, if you want to check out her show before, I really recommend it. It's great. She talks about things to do in London this weekend. She'll be playing music from the charts. She'll be talking about um, embarrassing guy stories, that kind of thing. Um, it's a really, really good show. Um, I tuned in on Saturday and um, I was laughing. So it's a good show. It's, it's a really good show. And we're going to be Conversational space of good tunes. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so that's Boogaloo Radio. Boogaloo Follow Radio. Instagram, Twitter, you know the drill. Do yeah. it all. Do it and all. we'll also we'll be linking it uh, with the details of yes, the podcast. Yes, of course. Be below. Um, you can find it uh, at TFM Theatre One on Twitter at TFM Theatre One. Yep. We'll be posting a lot there, so you'll never be without any information because yes. me and Lewis love to spam. Everything. We are spam a lot. We are. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, so yeah, so you know, we're, considering we only started last year, yeah, we're making good steps and good headway. Just. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're balancing work, we're doing this, <laughs> and obviously we have our own agents as well, so we're, yeah. all, we're auditioning for other things as well, you know, for our own careers, and doing this. Sometimes my mind can't take it. No, it's a lot to take in, but we're doing really well, so let's not be like, oh, well, yeah. you know, so, um, yeah, so. Yeah, so that's so, it, well, yeah. that's it. Well, that's it. Congratulations. That's well done, Sam, let's <laughs> have a handshake, you. <laughs> you've done well, um, let's hope we do well in Edinburgh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after all that look you hear a lot uh, of scary stories about Edinburgh it's a do. big place right. there's a lot of stuff there I'm excited let's but people do don't it. get it people just... don't I never understood 
you know, there's so much. I mean, even like going through the forms and the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes into putting a show on at Edinburgh. Yeah, it's you, not just you don't rock just walk up, up with, with your, your van, <laughs> or your, with your moose lorry, and you know, you know, packing. Hey, yeah, uh, we're here. Yeah, just put it in there. Yeah, whack it in. Do a show. You know, with some and people plus, in. that that then we've got to put in the work in find the rehearsal times. Of course, because no, no one pays it. us. We pay ourselves. Yeah, no, <laughs> no one's paying us to rehearse. You're my boss, technically. I'm yours. Yeah. Well, hey, you, you're late. So this time of year, um, kind of January to August. Um, it's, you, you call it prime time, don't you? I call it peak. It's almost like trains. It's, it's yeah. peak time. It's peak for, time. I mean, even for us, even for our, even what, for our, us, our, yeah. our actors who are in work now, uh, January to sort of August yeah. is a sort of peak time to get stuff. I mean, obviously, Edinburgh likes to get their things yeah. in now. Um, and obviously, people are well in the swing of drama school auditions. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's showcase time. It is, so the third year is, uh, for those of you... Um, who aren't actors, I Yeah, who, who, don't, um, who are not familiar with the crazy yeah. world. So uh, third year, um, depending on what school you're in, every school will do a showcase kind of around uh, March, April time, or maybe a bit before, depending on, on where you go. Um, so that happens this term. And also, um, drama school auditions. I know a few of my friends are auditioning for drama school. So we just kind of wanted to give some advice from um, kind of our point of view, from what we experienced. Well, I, I, um, I auditioned quite, not a long time ago, but yeah. I auditioned for about, I first auditioned four years ago. Yeah. Only once. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the PPA yeah because I never thought well you, you were kind of last minute wasn't it last like, minute it was I August. auditioned the week before yeah I got I got given a place on the day and within a week I had to find a place, a place to move up in. there <laughs> for Freshers Week yeah I've never been to a Freshers Week <laughs> t-shirt night what's that about um, I don't know not a clue um, I don't so, know but yeah but then when, once I did that and I did a foundation year in acting yeah I then auditioned again um, for drama schools yeah I did Rada Bristol Vic Alra, Royal Welsh, uh, Lambda. Yeah. Um, I think those were the five that I did. Yeah. I got second round Rada. Yeah. Shortlisted Bristol. Yeah. Second round Royal Welsh. Offer at Alra. Yeah. And nothing at Lambda. <laughs> uh, Lambda was a weird one. Yeah. Um, but back then, you know, it's expensive. It, the people it, were doing 10, 11 auditions. Oh, yeah, I did. I did about 13, 14 schools. It's expensive. It, it was cheaper then. I think it's nearly like 90 pounds more. Yeah, Rada was 60, 70? Yeah, about four years. Well, I think ago. when I did it, it was about 50. Um, it's gonna, but um, I just want to give some advice really from my point of view. Yeah. Um, Why not? So um, I don't know if it's changed now. I know I've been out for quite a while, but. Um, <laughs> There was a <laughs> old man. No, as in like just three years of training and then two and a half years out. So yeah. I, I auditioned five and a half years ago, and um, some of you, well, most of you probably know Jim Carrey has a play called Road. Um, I did a monologue from a character called Joey, and obviously it's a northern play. Yeah. Um, they were very strict. It said on every uh, school's kind of website, um, do not attempt an accent. Like, don't do an accent. Yeah. We want to uh, hear you unless you're really good at it. Yeah. They like, kind of unless said, it's unless, seamless. Yeah. Like, they no said they said don't do it. So um, I rocked up to Rada and Guildhall, you know, and, and and I didn't do an accent for a Northern piece, and it, it never sat right with me. I don't know, it just didn't sound, it didn't come out right because it's written, you know, with that kind of, you know, that, yeah, and personally, I mean? right, Northern yeah. slang, it, it's written, so it just didn't sound right, and then I, I kept getting no's. I was like, no, 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 and I kind of, I was in the car, um, Grumps again, shouts to Grumps, <laughs> we're driving home, and I just kind of sat there, and I was just like. I was like, no, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do it. I had Lambda in Bristol because they come when yeah. they come up, and and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do it. And funny enough, um, I did the accent, the Northern accent, at Oxford, Lambda, and Conti. 
I got through to London's Foundation. Then. I got picked up at Conti and Oxford offered me a position on the Musical Theatre Foundation. Um, I'm not saying purposely go and break the rules. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying, uh, don't... Um, trust yourself. Trust, trust yourself. your own instincts, so I think. My, and that, that was my instinct. And I went, I'm going to do it. And I did it and it, it paid off. Um, so that's my advice. Just, just. Well, I had a similar you know. thing... I, Talking about, I had a similar thing at Bristol Old Vic. So I was yeah. doing Mosca from Volpone, yeah. um, a Jacobean play. And obviously Mosca, the cat, they're all animals. Yeah. They've all got traits of animals. Mosca's a fly. Yeah. Um, so very sort of, he does the monologue about how he's, got, he's falling in love with himself. Yeah. He's the brains of the outfit. <laughs> and I wanted to do it very, oh, originally I felt like I wanted to move a lot as a yeah. fly. And we worked on it, obviously, when you're in drama school, you do the monologue prep and yeah, stuff. And yeah, prepping, yeah. Especially in foundation courses, prepping you. Yeah, that's what it's called. And uh, we just all came to the conclusion that, you know, he'd be looking in the mirror, he'd be very still, very flamboyant. <laughs> when I did second round uh, shortlist Bristol, they were like, you, you, you chose to do very stillness with Mosca. And we felt like, you know, what would it have been like if you moved about a bit more? And I was like, yeah. I had the... I had. I knew I should have just. Yeah, you, you wanted to do I it. I maybe should have just trusted my instincts a little bit more. But, but you were told not to. I played so it safe at a few auditions. It's it's very scary. It is. It can it swallow is. you up. You walk. You walk into Rada. Yeah. And the amount you know the amount of people that have come out of Rada and that have gone into Rada and they're looking at you to go, can you be the next? Yeah, yeah, of course. And it, it puts a lot of pressure on. And I, it's even terrifying. For, it's for terrifying. A guy of twenty one that mm. goes off and does that. It's scary. Um, but trust. Your own instincts when it comes to drama school. I mean, yeah, you pay, you can pay the money, um, you can do all the prep that you want. Yeah, but you've got to find a piece where your instincts just want to kick in a little bit. Yeah, a piece that resonates you with you. You can play with it. You can just enjoy it. Like you know, they, it sounds hard. Enjoy your audition, but um, what well, Brian Cranston said it. He said you know. anytime you can get into a room in front of people to act audition, that's your chance to showcase, to yeah. have fun, to play. But it's if, your job. But it's, it's funny, like. Now, once you leave drama school, auditions aren't you know all the time. So now I don't get nervous for auditions. I look forward to them. Yeah, I want you, it. <laughs> you, you actually get a chance to do yeah, what you love. That's my so, job. Yeah, that's my, that's job. my job. So just try and remember that when you're going into yeah. your auditions and you're, you're you're nervous. You've got Central and your Guildhall today. Oh my gosh, it's Guildhall and Central. Go in there, just have fun. Like you're there to have fun and enjoy it, and, and just that, do what you they love. They can see that as well. And they'll see it. They yeah. can see you're not like Lambda was different. Lambda, you went in. They weren't even looking. Look for me personally. They weren't even looking at me. Yeah. Go in, stand on the X, do pieces, and some. They weren't even looking at me during my pieces. Yeah, because there was. I remember stuff. specific. There was a point where I just kept. I was doing my words and yeah. looking at them, and they weren't looking at me. Yeah. Um, but I think that's another thing. Yeah, they're Don't, just doing they're, their job. They're, they're writing notes. They're they're. They um, know what they're doing. Yeah, they know exactly what what they're doing. Um, and that's trust. That's again trusting. And, and again, on the flip side, if they are looking at you. Don't don't let that put you like don't let that put you off either. So, just you know, what? just go in there and do what you're doing. Don't worry. They're gonna write stuff. They're gonna be doing stuff. Um, that is all the advice we can give, really. Just yeah, just have fun. Yeah. trust your own instincts. Pick a piece that is right for you. Spend a little bit more time getting it right. Yeah, and just because they'll be able to see through. You know, some drama schools give you a set list of what they, they want you to yeah, do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do give you some. A list. Don't some. There's obviously. Guide, actors will tell you guidelines that yeah. never do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never do hand Never do the Tempest. Yeah. You know, never do Ariel from the Tempest. Never do the... Pro- well, yeah. what if I want to? Yeah. <laughs> what if I want to do Caliban from the Tempest? <laughs> I would love to They see won't that. like it, but if I feel a resonance with the piece and I think I can do something, then let me do Why it. Why not? There's a lot of... <laughs> yes and no. You can, you can... I mean... I was just about to say, you can get a lot of advice from actors, but how much of it is useful. Yeah. I but I know. think... 
there's advice that we can give that's because we graduated so recently and yeah. we know how it, you know, it hasn't the the thing hasn't changed much since you graduated. No, no. Um, but I think you have fun, trust your own instincts, pick a piece that's right with you, pick a piece that's age appropriate. Yeah. Um, uh, and and just go with it. Yeah. Go uh, for because that literally is throw yourself into it and don't worry about what the panel are doing. Uh, because there's some people. Some people are like, oh. Do I shake their hand? Do I? Go? Oh yeah. If they want to shake, just the room. It's normally, you'll find a handshake when you get out into the business and you you're talking to them in like a yeah. co- commercial casting. Yeah. Um, there was a story about a an agent, a casting agents that go, please don't you know shake the hands oh, all that stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um. So. But yeah, yeah just trust go. yourself. That is that is that is moose moose's tip of the week for drum school auditions and just in general. With yeah. Anything, just trust yourself. Um, I saw you doing a little impression there, Sam. Um, just a Where? little bit earlier, Where? you were kind of doing like a funny voice. Was it? Um, <laughs> I, I would love another impression this oh, week. Oh. Um, I don't know. Which I think one this I is want. coming. I think I've been practicing all week. Oh, have you? What is it? What 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 impression are you going to give us this week? Oh, you're not going to pick one. Well, Last one you, you picked. I know I picked, but because you because because you were doing it quite a lot like the day before. It's difficult because I can't. <laughs> um, who, who have you had in mind this week? I've been doing Owen Wilson a lot this You've week. You've been doing Owen Wilson. But I can only do one... I can only... <laughs> you can do one one. I'm sorry to put, I'm so sorry to put, right. to put you on the it's spot. It's good. It's a, it's, it's a conversation piece. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry. If you, if you did this to me, I'd be terrible. Um, but thank, think, you for, I'm, thank you for being a good sport. That's all right. So take some time to get into it. You can always... Uh, well, we can't edit that. Well, we can cut it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we said we had to say You can only ever do... For me, it's a bit like Barack Obama's... Uh, let me be clear. Yeah, you can only do that. It's like, wow. <laughs> I don't know how well that picked me up on the. Well, I want to get a little bit closer and do your wow. Wow. You, you got to s- do the face as well. I can't yeah. do any other words. You just do a That's wow. it. Wow. You say wow a few times. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that, you know if if Owen Wilson ever listened to our podcast, um, I apologize. He's apologizing already. Um, yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, but. It, I had a funny right. story when I was training at PPA. I yeah. did um, we were rehearsing for Showcase. Yeah. It was Showcase might have been a show. And Paul Holman pantomimes with him. Yeah. And uh, I was watching through the window, they were doing the dance call. And uh, Louise, the principal, was in mm-hmm. there. Louise Pierre, he runs PPA. Um, she came out and she's like, just been talking to Paul Holman about you. Would you like to <laughs> audition for a comedy role? I was like, uh, yeah, okay. She's like, uh, so stick around today, yeah. <laughs> um, and come with the. Did she touch your leg like that as well? No, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm doing that to emphasize yeah. The, yeah. the closeness. Yeah, okay. Um, she said, "Do you have your own set? Do you have anything you can do?" I was like, yeah. oh, "Only the, you know the, uh, uh, Pablo, Pablo Francisco movie voice." Oh yeah. Um, yeah that was I was like, "I'll just, I'll oh, do that." The uh, tortillas. Yeah, I'll do that. Those are my tortillas. Yeah. Listen to me. These are my tortillas. In a city. So I did that. Well, yeah. So I waited all day. I'm yeah. still in my blacks, my joggers, and everyone's got like ties on and shirts. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. so I walked in, and the first thing I said was, I was like, oh, I'm here to audition for you. I was like, oh, hi, Sam. Just been speaking about you. Yeah. I was like, uh, sorry about the way I'm dressed. I know I look like a bin bag with trainers on. <laughs> um, I don't normally yeah. um, dress like this. Um, and he's like, that's fine. He's like, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to do this. Um, I used to be on the comedy circuit. I used to do yeah. impressions. He's like, impressions? Ooh. I was like, yeah, he seems surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. They really liked it. But like, people don't. I don't normally tell people I do impressions. Mm. 
because there's a lot of, again a lot of pressure oh, sorry, if you don't I'm do the impression impression right people like go, when oh. people say are oh, you on the comedy circuit yeah you're a clownfish <laughs> say something funny <laughs> like um, yeah. and then you've got to be funny mm. well it's like tough it's, business it's weird like it's like a singer so you sing oh give us a song but have you realised so you know when you're out in a pub and someone, you're a singer oh give us a song when you say you're an actor no one goes give us a monologue <laughs> <laughs> oh I'll just crack out so, my hamlet what well, like, <laughs> through yonder window breaks it is the east yeah. and Juliet is the sun well I actually have a story this week as well oh, do you? I have a very funny okay. story right, well I cool. think it's quite funny okay. um, I'm not going to say where I work I work front of house I'm not going to say which theatre uh, <laughs> but I was working there Wednesday matinee um, we had the show in the evening but I worked the matinee at work um, normally I'm selling um, um, objects in the foyer um, and you know people recognise me from that I actually had someone in um, come to watch the show in Clapham a friend of the cast and they said they recognised me oh did they see me in night school did they see me um, at the Lost Theatre uh, they went no 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 they, they recognise you um, from uh, work uh, you, you sold them a programme and I was like ah fantastic so anyway so I'm, I'm selling ice creams in the grand circle and this uh, this kind of older gentleman comes up to me he's kind of hunched over his glasses he's kind of you know he walks up to me with five pounds in his hand and he goes the cookie dough uh, and I, I didn't hear, I was like, oh, sorry, sir, what was that? He went, the Ben and Jerry cookie dough. I went, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, we only do Hagen dazs And he went, oh, Hagen dazs the poor man's cream. And just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, the poor man's cream. And the um, the family sitting in the back row turned around and just laughed and looked at me. I was like... The, the, look, the man's obviously an ice cream connoisseur. He's obviously he obviously loving, knows what he's doing. Listen, I love Ben and Jerry's. But I thought Hagen-Dazs was quite a posh. It I thought that was a posh cream. The, the cream? What's a posh cream? What do you mean by ben and Jerry's cream? posh cream? Ben and Jerry's posh cream? I don't know. I'd hate to see if he saw me eating a tub of Sainsbury's Basic. Oh, God, you, don't, you can't be oh. Basic. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, I, I mean, felt like... I, I just, just I mean, I just got to laughed it off, but I was like, the poor man's the cream. Poor man's that's cream. insulting. It probably... Probably lived a very sheltered life. Yeah, I can't even. He's imagine. obviously never tried the strawberry cheesecake hugs. That's a that's a revelation. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm more. So we're gonna have a war here. Um, if, if this was fire on fire and it was Ben and Jerry's versus Hagen Dazs, I'd pick Ben and Jerry's. Oh, I picked Ben and Jerry's um, just because of the the, mag, the the different flavors. Yeah. So growing up, this is what we did before Baked Alaska came out. We'd have fish food on one half, <laughs> cookie dough on the other, with whipped cream in the middle. Then when Baked Alaska came out, we got rid of the cookie dough, had fish food. Baked Alaska on oh, one bowl. Oh, I thought bowl. you put just the baked Alaska in it. No, you just substituted the... Yeah, so you take it out. Um, and it is glorious. Glorious. Well, I wouldn't eat that um, often, though. No, no, I'm, no. I'm intolerant to dairy, so... You are. Would kill, but to be fair, one summer, I was, I was home with Mum and Grace. We are watching Gavin and Stacey, and we are binge-watching it every night. And we just had loads of ice cream left over from Christmas, Ben and Jerry's. Because they had an offer on, so we got loads. So you get it. Um, and every... It was before Edinburgh, actually. And every day, I was having big bowls of Ben and Jerry's. My belly expanded my, my, so my much. My feeling is, if it's, I'd rather have not have it in the house and I won't eat it again. So yeah. I might as well just eat it all and then it won't be there. Well, yeah, see, that's my thing. Like, <laughs> so Easter, um, some of you might do the same. I, I, I get all these eggs and I go, right, if I eat them all now, that means I will get fat really quick and burn it off. Whereas if I prolong it, I'm going to get fat gradually. So. Oh. <laughs> I, get, I felt sick listening to that. Yeah, I did. I mean, um, my friend Kim, uh, Lily and Liam, we used to share a house in Collierswood. Um, and it was Easter. I, I was having a cheat day from gym. Um, I should have died that day. These three, <laughs> these three innocent humans watched me eat chocolate nonstop you your body all day. Literally, processed. Big Show's body weight in um, 
It was nuts. It was crazy. Crikey. Um, so we're coming to the end. We've been, I feel like, just to say, we've been talking at a lot instead yeah. of to each other. Yeah. I feel like I haven't but, spoken to you today. It's okay. How are you? I'm very, what? I'm really You're really good. good mood. I'm in a very good mood. <laughs> my, my, my brand flakes were I just nice. say, I felt like I was doing an advert. No. Kids, kids, yeah. kids. Yeah, do this. We didn't even talk about Showcase. I would do want to oh touch on Showcase season. Well, okay, what can we do next week? Or... Um, should we talk about Showcase next week? Give yeah, it, you know what? Time. Tune in next week yes. where we talk about Showcase. And then um, also, drama school um, showcase. if you don't mind, Showcase and the leading kind of leaving drama school. Um, I'd like yeah. to talk about that because end. nothing prepares you for leaving drama Part school. Two. I, I had a very tough time, but I want, I want to give some advice um, because... Well, that's uh, what we're here for. Yeah. Um, okay, so tune we, in for part two next week. Yes. Shall we quickly um, do a kind of song of the week or something? Or movie yeah, we'll do, week, we'll do so. movie, song, and cool. um, recommendations. Recommendation. Okay, so um, I'll start with my, my movie of the okay. week. Um, I've been watching this film non-stop. Um, I absolutely love it. Uh, Zootropolis or Zootopia, depending on where you're listening. Um, it's, it's a Disney film. I'm, I'm sure you've all heard of it. It is absolutely fantastic. The voice actors are brilliant. The storyline's fantastic. Um, it's just... It's a beautifully designed it's, film it's as well. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Just watch it. That's all I can Solid say. Solid film. I Solid. Think. It's one of my favourite films as in, um, so normally I have my favourite kind of animation films are separate and then I have my kind of... Your normal, your regular new, movie. My regular movies. But um, Zootropolis floats across oh, really? into the list so of regular. How many antlers out of 10 would you give it? How many moose antlers, antlers out of 10 would you give it? How would you give the film? Um, I'm going for ten antlers. I'm going for ten antlers. I'm going for ten. Yeah, I have to. It's the me- the message it gives. The message it gives is incredible. Is it Disney? It is Disney. Well, yeah. Disney always ends with a moral. But but this message is just um, it's, it's it's incredible. Disney, I feel, it always ends with a moral. I quite like it. Yeah, so it, that's it, your. It, it was it was teaching kids and even adults to, despite our differences, to all just accept each other. Um, but they used animals to get that across. It was oh, well, people resonate was, with animals. They do. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. Oh, good. How about you, Sam? Well, it's not a movie. Okay. But uh, this week I went to see um, Once in a Lifetime. Oh, at the Young Vic. The Young Vic. You told um, me about with this. Harry Enfield. Um, Kate yeah. Bishop was in it. It was stellar. Yeah. It was a so- It was great from start to finish yeah. about um, the old style movies yeah. and movie directors mm-hmm. and movie producing and stuff. Um, the set was incredible. You had that revolving stage yeah, in the middle. Yeah, do like a revolving stage. It was really classy. Um, Harry Enfield was great in his debut stage yep. show, uh, uh, so I heard. Um, it was really good. The yeah. costumes, the, it was... How many antlers would you give it out of ten? Eight and a half and antlers half? out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I mean, obviously, there are always ways to make it better, but I feel of if course, you give something yeah. eight and a half, there's room to improve or yeah. to get better. Um, but no, once in a lifetime at the Young Vic, I think it's still running now. Mm-hmm. Um, go get it. I saw it. It was fantastic. fantastic. So if you're in town, go to the Young Vic. Yeah, fantastic. Um, song, song, song of the week. Song of the week. Oh, I'll I'll hit this one off. You hit there. this one off. Um, so Ed Sheeran is back. Ah, Ed Sheeran with is his, back. With, he was uh, off for a year, wasn't he? Kind and of. he's back now with um, his new album and Shape of You. Shape of You. His song. People like Castle on a Hill. Mm-hmm. Now Castle on a Hill and Shape of You came out. You think you've dropped them at the same time. Okay. But Shape of You for me is a banger. Yeah. Like I could listen to that over and over again. It reminds me. Yeah. Yeah. It it just. um, I like Ed Sheeran's style when he does that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Shape of You. Check it out. Castle on a Hill. That's that's just equally good. My song of the week is Migos. Bad and bougie. It's an absolute (laughs) smash hit. It is incredible. Jake Gyllenhaal was seen doing a little dance to it on the internet. Watch it. It's really funny. Uh, Let's wrap it up. 
Um, thank you so much. No, thank uh, you. Thank you, Sam. Let's, let's do this handshake. Let's yeah, not we'll kiss. Always, yeah, yeah, let's not kiss. Let's not do that. Uh, thank you for um, listening. Um, Saturday, 4th of February. 4th of February, the uh, Boogaloo. The Boogaloo Radio, Daisy Bell. Uh, check her out this uh, 3 p.m. tomorrow. Till, oh, 3 p.m. till 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Um, and tune in next week for part two of Drama School Help Showcase. Yeah. Advice. And then leaving Drama School, which is um, going to be really interesting. So we hope to see you then. And let's this do is it. Moose signing off. Moose. Moose. The Moose.